Welcome to the Dear Rochester Retire Well Podcast with David Pulsini from Six Point Financial Partners. In this podcast, find your path towards a brighter financial future with David as your guide as he helps individuals, educators, and healthcare professionals explore ways they can build wealth while minimizing risk using a multifaceted, comprehensive approach to personal finance. Are you ready to take the first step towards a brighter financial tomorrow? Let's get started. So today, folks, I have a real gift for you. This episode, we continue our series on the six points of financial planning, which is where our name came from. And again, the six points are number one, investment planning, number two, risk management, number three, retirement income planning, number four, tax planning, number five, estate planning, and number six, custom goal planning. Those are in no particular order, but we know if those points are covered, improved upon and reviewed, our clients should see success. So to help with tax planning today, you get me. (laughs) So in our last episode, we had John Harms, CFP on, and he discussed retirement income planning, which was point number three. He did a great job. That topic is so broad and there's just so much to know that unless you are really on top of it and know where to find the proper information, I would consider hiring a professional. If you listen to John talk about it and you don't want to hire somebody, I think you'd be crazy. Um, but at least he gave you some awareness again and made you aware of what's happening out there. So a small mistake in retirement income planning, by the way, which John proved could cost tens or hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars over time. So to make it even more broad and to add more complexity, we can then talk about the next point of financial planning, which is tax planning. And you might say, yeah, Dave, I get my taxes done or I do them myself. What else is there? And the answer is there's a lot. So when you are filing or preparing your taxes, you are what some accountants or advisors might call a historian. <laughs> you're looking back at the year and doing what you need to do, but you're, you're, looking, you're looking back. We're not looking forward. When are you looking forward when you're doing this? What adjustments can you make that can help you next year and many years into the future? And this is where proactive tax planning can help, not tax preparing, tax planning. And what is tax planning? I took this definition from our friends at Holistaplan. Tax planning refers to the review of your current tax return to identify potential planning opportunities, both now and in the future, to keep your lifetime tax liability as low as possible. I love that. I'll say that again, to keep your lifetime tax liability as low as possible. This is different than tax preparation, usually done by your CPA or an online service like TurboTax, which is focused on keeping you compliant with what the government thinks you owe each year. So tax planning is a huge component of not only retirement income planning, by the way, but also all of the years that we are saving. Okay. So all the years leading up to retirement. So let me ask a few questions and I think we'll, we'll enjoy this. If you cannot absolutely 100% confidently answer these questions, this should further convince you to get some help from a professional. And the first question I'll ask is how much did you pay in taxes last year? Do you know? Federal and state? If you are a business owner or self-employed, you most likely know because you are writing the checks every quarter. If you are not and you work as an employee, do you know how much you're paying? Do you look at your pay stub? Do you know why you get a refund or why you do not get a refund? And do you even know if that's good or bad? Okay, so I, by the way, I said the first question and that turned into several. That's what happens with this tax planning stuff. Um, another question I would ask is, should you be saving into a pre-tax or after-tax account? 
Why? It seems simple, but ask yourself that. Which one should you be saving into? Okay. Next, how, how much room is left in your tax bracket this year that you could potentially convert to a Roth? What does that even mean? I know that's a lot. How do you even do that? But that is something you should seriously consider. How do capital gains work? What is the difference between short-term capital gains and long-term capital gains? How can that affect you? Again, if you can't confidently answer some of these questions, I would be asking these questions and it can, it can save you a lot of money. So how much will you pay in taxes if you take money from your IRA, your 403B, your 401K, your Roth, your Social Security? How much do you pay? If you're over 65 and on Medicare, what if you go over certain limits? And what if you had changes in your income the following year? How do you adjust that? What changes can you make? How do you take your required minimum distribution? What if you don't take it? What age do you need to take it? This gets into be a lot, but how do taxes on real estate work? How does it work on your primary residence, on a vacation home or an investment property? How do taxes work on your cryptocurrency accounts? That's a popular one right now. And the last one I'll do here is how much, how much of your pension or retirement accounts can you take without state taxes? At what age? Again, I know that's a lot, but if you're not 100% confident with answers to this, advisors that know what they're doing can help. I could literally ask hundreds of these questions, but I'll stop there. And again, the point is to show you that there is so much more to tax planning than just tax preparation. I would then ask, by the way, where, where do I even begin to get into this stuff? Most of us are listening to this saying, I don't even want to deal with this. Dave, what do I do? Where do I start? And Again, this goes back to the six points of financial planning. When I say tax planning, what I mean is simply this, and this will answer that question, where do you begin? An advisor should be asking or trying to ask to review your taxes from last year. I also know how that goes, by the way, our clients that are listening, you probably know that we asked. And if I ask 100 people for their tax returns, I might get 10 of them, just so everybody knows. And really to do this tax planning stuff, what we need it's just a copy of a 1040 form. What is a 1040 form? Don't check out just because I said 1040 and it sounds complex. It's typically just two pages from your tax return. Not a big deal. It literally says 1040 in the top left corner of, of that document. It couldn't be easier. And if, if you can't find it, then I would take the entire packet that you have printed out to your advisor and they can figure that out. So if you can get that to a financial advisor that does comprehensive or panoramic or full financial planning, whatever you want to call it, they should be able to get you started with tax planning. And all of those questions that I asked above, they will keep in mind. So let me give you a couple examples of some tax planning that could have helped clients. And I've run into this before. I've run into so many scenarios, I wouldn't even know where to begin. But let me just start with Dave and Sue, my hypothetical clients. They're both 65 years old. They need an extra $25,000 from their investments, this is pretty typical, to pay for a wedding. Dave, I can say this because my name's Dave, thinks he knows everything. So he goes online or he calls to make a withdrawal from his IRA. And without doing any research or honestly, just not even being aware, just put himself into a higher Medicare bracket and also made more of his social security taxable. What does this mean? Dave just wasted somewhere between three dollars and $5,000 by taking out $25,000. If he had simply taken some from his IRA and maybe some from another after-tax source, he could have saved those thousands of dollars. 
That is where an advisor can help when you're doing proactive tax planning. So let me give you another one. Bob is 72 years old and has an IRA and a 401k. That's, that's important to remember. He never consolidated his accounts. He still has an IRA and a 401k. He is now at the point where he needs to take money out of his accounts since he is 72 and he has to take a required minimum distribution. Okay, that law changed recently and it went from 70 and a half to 72 years old. For easy math, let's say Bob had $500,000 in his IRA and $500,000 in his 401k on December 31st of the year before. That gets into some rules we don't need to remember right now, but he has 500,000 in each. He calculates because he went online to check it out that he needs to take about $36,000 out of his accounts. So he takes $36,000 from his IRA. What is the problem with this? Bob did not realize that he needed to take 18,000 from each account since they had different quote codes end quote. One is an IRA, one is a 401k. He now has a penalty for 50% of what he was supposed to take. So 18,000 from each he was supposed to take. So he's going to get a tax bill for $9,000. Bob had no idea. That happens a lot, folks. These accounts, when you get to the certain age, there's reasons to consolidate, there's reasons to separate, there's reasons for everything. But what I am just saying is just be aware of when you take these things and how you take them and what tax, what, what are the consequences of each. So let's finish with a positive story here and what tax planning can do for somebody. John and Chelsea worked with an advisor each year from the time they were 45 years old and they saved appropriately into their before tax and after tax investments. So they minimize their taxes each year while always still thinking forward and thinking for the long term. And once they retired, obviously we keep the IRS in mind, they did conversions from their pre-tax to their after-tax accounts each year. They never went over their Medicare limits, they kept their income bracket low and they gifted properly, okay? While they were alive, they saved hundreds of thousands in tax dollars. And because they set it up properly, this is very important to a lot of folks, their kids had to pay little to no income taxes on their inheritance. How did they do this? Seriously, they took about an hour each year to plan their taxes proactively. That's it. So what, and just so everybody knows, when we run some of these numbers, we can seriously show folks saving hundreds of thousands and sometimes millions of dollars by making small adjustments if we have enough time, okay? And this does not, this is important, this does not only apply to wealthy people. I hear a lot of people saying, yeah, it's, it's easy for that guy because he makes $4 million a year to save hundreds of thousands of taxes. No, this can apply to somebody making $80,000, $100,000, $250,000. It doesn't matter. Tax planning is for anybody who files a return, okay? And remember, these are simple examples. There are rules and loopholes that can dive deep into any of these but I just wanted to share some examples with you today. So if you cannot, again, I'll say this again, 100% with absolute confidence, say that you are taking care of your tax planning. I would strongly encourage reaching out to an advisor that helps you with this as soon as possible. Why not? I hope this helps. I hope this raises some awareness. And most of all, I hope that it encourages taking the first steps and getting this taken care of. If you have any questions at all about this podcast or any others, you can find me on LinkedIn, David Pulsini CFP, or our website at www.sixpointfp.com. I hope that wasn't too much. I hope it's helpful. And again, I hope it's educational. Make it a great day. 
thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analysis of Six Point Financial Partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Six Point Financial Partners or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Six Point Financial Partners, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.